All right, we're excited to speak to our next guest. We've been after him for a while. Of course, you know him from his amazing, whopping eight-fight win streak. He's scheduled to take on Hamza Chimaev in a pivotal fight for the division. He's the number three-ranked UFC welterweight. Joining us, Leon Rocky Edwards. Welcome back to Submission. Hey, how are you guys? Well, we've missed you. We've missed you. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) But now here we are. Here we are. Can't wait for it. It's, it's good to chat, man. Let's let's get into it, dude, because um, the last time we spoke, you were itching to get a fight lined up. Of course, you got Hamza in December. Then, unfortunately, you got COVID. Then the fight got rebooked for January 20th. He got COVID. Um, what was your reaction when you found out the news that once again, for like the millionth time in a year, you were, at, you were without an opponent? And um, where were you when you found out the news, man? Um, it, it was annoying. It was annoying, but also, like I said, I, I had it in December, so it was kind of like, a, uh, it was hard to say nothing about it, right? Because I, I had the same um illness in December, and um, my manager phoned me and said, uh, the fight's off. I was like, oh, what? He's like, yeah, is that COVID? I was like, nah, it's probably lying. <laughs> but obviously, um, is it is like like I said, here we are. This is our third time now rescheduling the fight, and um, now now both got COVID, so there should be nothing that that gets in the way of it happening in March. Mm. And you still wanted to fight on January 20th, right? What happened there? Yeah. What happened with well, that? Well, I spoke to the UFC and said, okay, the, 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 the co-main event, which was Magni, Magni and um, Chiesa, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, move one of these guys up to the main event and I'll fight any of them and any of them guys and, and I'll fight in March as well. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do both back to back. But they said, they, they decided against it and said, uh, they wanted to keep the fight with me and um, Hamza ahead, so... Um, that's it really what what was it for you that made you want to fight uh you know so so soon and sort of wanted to do the back-to-back fights you were itching to fight i guess right yeah i, I wanted to go like I've, I've been off now for like over a year you know what i mean so I, I was good to go i was in a good place i was healthy so i was like let's go in january and go again in march let's go back to back you know what i mean um that that's that, that'll put me in a what like a nine ten fights in a row <laughs> winning streak so mm. I, was like, I, 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 I was up to do it but they they decided against it and so now here we are on um, march the 13th what was the reason they gave you and also what why do you think the ufc is so keen on this fight you know because initially when it was announced people thought wow he's jumping up a lot of a lot of rankings to fight yourself and obviously the UFC yeah. had opportunities to just, you know, when the fight fell out, you know, give you a different opponent, give him a different opponent. Why do you think they're so keen on keeping this fight together? Um, well, I don't know. They probably obviously they probably want to push this kid up, um, trying to rush him, right? Like like like, like do everyone else. They're trying to get him a, a big win under his belt, try to push him toward the title probably. So probably that's probably why they're trying to keep keep the fight going, but they they're in for a rude awakening come March thirteenth and um I cannot wait to get my touch after this. Mm. Just quickly going back, I know you were sort of calling out Jorge Masvidal. What did the UFC say to you about that fight? What did they end up sort of coming back to you with? Um, they just basically said he doesn't want to fight. <laughs> basically, I said, I'll give me Jorge. Basically, he doesn't want to fight you. And, and, and that's it. So they, push it, they put it to him. He turned it down. And that's it. You cannot, they cannot force a man to fight. You know what I mean? Um he doesn't want to fight. He talks all this BMF shit, but he doesn't want to fight, and that's just the bottom line of it. Mm. Is it? Are you at a point where you think he'll maybe never fight you, like no matter what happens, or do you yeah, still I think, think there's it, a chance? Yeah, nah, I think I think he will find some excuse um, and not to fight me. Probably when I, when I win the bout, he probably try try call for me then and try to fight me then. You know what I mean? So even then, I'll probably give him give him a go at the bout. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's see, let's see. 
nice. I'll keep doing my thing and keep. Fo- I also want to whip his ass. So huh. <laughs> if that doesn't get him into cage with me, then let's see. As long as it happens one way or another, um, I wanted to ask you. So, with with the Hamzat fight, what is the upside for you? You mentioned how the UFC seemed to want to kind of push him. What is the upside of you, yeah. for, you know, facing um, a guy? Yeah, and I, I'm sure you've been asked this question before. Yeah, for, for me, I think the upside is I think take out the champion, right? He's one of the biggest names in the division. I think from what how much they're putting into him, right? How much attention they're giving him and. How much um like Dana's getting behind him? So I think if I go out there and beat the beat the beat the guy that they they they're picking to win, that I what they wanted to win anyway. Um, then I think that put me in a perfect position for a big title fight. So that's that's the only reason really. I think me at the time it was like people like Wonder Boy was on offer and stuff like that, and I just didn't thought didn't thought they had the same buzz um around him um to to get me where 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 I need to get to and. I, I thought, I'm, I'm on an eight fight win streak. I've beat all these guys, guys already, and um, so that's that's it really. They build, they, they put hype around him. Just going out there and and, and showing them that I'm on, I'm on another level, and that that's it. Just the hype, There's nothing else. Yeah, you mentioned on Instagram a while back. There's levels to this shit. So to yeah. break that down for us, what have you thought of his performances so far, and what did you mean by that? Um, exactly what it, what it, what it says in the tin. Really, just. Um, I've I've been in UFC for a long time now. I've done I've fought many different styles, and I think the guy's record that he fought is like six and like something like ten or something altogether. All the record that they put together in the UFC, you know what I mean? I'm on an eight fight win streak alone in the UFC, so I think the opponent opponent wise, there's levels, right? You cannot compare me to no no one that has fought in his career, and that that, that that's important, right? Mm. When you look at uh, you know him as a challenge for yourself, your preparations. Where would you say he's most dangerous? I know you're not the kind of guy to underestimate anybody. Where would you say he's most dangerous? Um, I don't know. You probably have to say the grappling, right? That's what that's what he's been using in his in his fights um, to win. So you'd probably say his grappling. I know you had a good knockout, but I've, I've also had a, a, a 13 second knockout in the UFC. I've had many early. Eight eight second knockouts in my career, so I probably say is probably not, I wouldn't say dangerous, but what what he favors is his um, grappling. Mm. He claims that he's never seen your fights, only highlights of the Usman fight, and he said if Usman beat him like that, I'll demolish him. He has no power, or anything special at all. What do you think of this assessment that he has of you, and do you actually believe that he's going into the fight believing these words that he's saying? Nah, he just he just love to talk, right? He just talk just to talk. Um, if he's judging me off Usman fight, which is like five, five, six years ago, there's in for a rude awakening. I'll tell you that, you know what I mean? Um, what what has he got to offer, really? You know, what I mean, is I think he's a novice for what what he does and he shots he throws, the technique he uses is quite novice. And uh, I remember being there. I mean, I remember being a nine and old guy, you know. You know what I mean? So. Ah, uh, it is. He talks what he wants to say, and we'll see come much. Is there anything you can sort of relate to? Like when you see Hamzat talking about um, the division, it seems he's pretty unfazed by anybody at welterweight or, or middleweight, really. He's obviously got a ton of confidence. Can you relate to that in any way, sort of early days in your career, and then maybe like a change of mindset for you, sort of later days, you know, compared to now Now that you've had a lot of fights in, in, uh, in the UFC, if that makes sense? Yeah, um... 
I've been confident my, my my whole career, right? Obviously, you have wins and losses, but I've I've, I've been confident my whole career. But it's it's can't it's been confident and it's been like being deluded, right? It's two different things, and I, I've never been de- deluded. I think it's, it is deluded, and obviously, I think if, if everyone tell you that tell that you're like blow smoke up your ass, then you you can start believing it, right? And I think that's that's all it is. Everyone. It, Everyone blows smoke up his ass saying he's, he's like the best thing since sliced bread. So you're gonna start believing it. I think that's all. That's all it is. Um, so that, that's it. I was gonna also say it's gonna be interesting to see how the fight week goes. I know that you're you're not a man to back down, and he's got it in people's faces before leading into his fights. What are you expecting from uh, sort of being around him leading into the fight, and uh, the stuff that he'll be saying to you as, as you guys lead into that fight on uh, wherever. Whenever the fight um, I I don't know. I, I don't really thought about it much, really. Um, I don't think he'd be talking much shit to me anyway. Probably to to, to the to the media, but I don't think he'd be talking much shit to me. But we'll see. We, we'll take it as it goes, and we'll let let's see. By the way, man, health wise, like uh, I know you had COVID sort of a while ago, but what what was the recovery like for you? We heard. Uh, is it true that you lost twelve pounds at one point? Well, it's about. Five six kg. I don't know. Wow. What's that in pounds? Um, so yeah, I, I, I just went eating. I know, I know, my taste was gone, and I also didn't feel hungry at all. In, um, but I, I kind of recovered after like say about ten days, twelve days, and I mean I, I was alright. I still had like um, no tastes was still gone. I felt I still have like breathing like breathing problems in my lungs and. But now I'm like back to full health. Um, I've been back to full health now for for quite a while, and my weight's back on. I'm feeling solid. I'm feeling strong, and I'm just back to normal now. Can you taste? Mm. Can you taste again? Yeah, I can taste again. I couldn't taste for shit, and I couldn't smell nothing for like weeks. For like, oh yeah, I can taste now and smell now, and it's back to normal now. Just, mm. just quickly, Has- sorry to cut in there, Dennis. What was the weirdest, like, non-tasting experience you had when you're eating something or tasting something? Maybe something that you love eating. And you're like, what the fuck? I can't taste this at all. It tastes like nothing. <laughs> just like everything, like just food in general. Like literally, it tastes like, like I was like eating water. Like just like nothing at all. Like, this is mad. You couldn't smell nothing at all, right? Even so, it's even even worse. Uh, it was a mad experience. Mm, just quickly as well, how is your family going? We know it's pretty pretty tricky over there right now. Did many of them end up catching COVID? Are they okay? Um, yeah, my family, thank you. My, fam- my family's good, thanks. And, um, no, so far, Touchwood, um, they haven't really got it. I think one of my, my sister got it at one point, but she's, she, she's all young and she, she recovered just over it quick. And, um, so yeah, everyone's good. Everyone's healthy and it's all good. And in terms of uh, training and life over there right now, what is it? I, I know you, you probably can't really jump out and just go wherever you want and do whatever you want. What's like the schedule and and the life look like for Leon Edwards? He doesn't want to miss out on another fight opportunity and stay away. You know, you probably want <laughs> to stay away from all the craziness out there. Are, are you extra um, cautious? We're, 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 we're still in lockdown in the UK. Um, so everywhere's closed apart from all the pros can still train at the gym. So my, my training schedule is, is, is as normal. But if I was like socializing and doing shit anyway, there's literally nothing to do. You can go to the park and that's about it. All, all the shops are closed, restaurants, the everything is closed um, in in the UK. So we're still in, in, in like, a, like, a, like a lockdown. But like I said, I can still train. It doesn't affect my training and 
just that's the main thing. Mm. It's wild because last time we spoke, I think uh, there was no lockdown. Everything was kind of back to normal. And now here, yeah, here it yeah, is, yeah. back in lockdown. It's, it's just wild times. But the thing is, yeah, obviously... it's crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, the thing is that uh, you had COVID a while ago, whereas he had it about, I think, a month and a half ago. And um, there were reports that his lungs sort of hadn't recovered properly and that was taking a while. Do you think that kind of gives you somewhat of an advantage in this fight, given how you know recently he had it? And this is also a five-round fight. Um, oh, not really. I don't. I don't really bank on much. You know, I don't. I don't really use that as a as a as a, as a tactic. Is it's, it's his or this? Um, I think I'm. I'm gonna punch him in in his face anyway, and testing his cardio and punching him in his body. Testing his cardio. So, uh, COVID or not, I'm, I'm gonna test him. Test him everywhere. Let, let me ask you this. There's there's so many unknowns about Hamzat's game, and I guess that's what happens when you have so few fights in the UFC, despite the buzz. What is sort of the biggest aspect of his game that you personally want to test when you guys get in the cage? Um, I want, I want to test his grappling. I want to test all of it. I've watched all his fights. I've seen all his wrestling matches and everything. And, um, I, want, I want to test it all. His grappling, his striking, everything. His inside, his jiu-jitsu, his inside fighting. Um, test it all. Just, just, just see, see, let's, let's see um, if you can keep up with it. So we know the UFC loved this fight. We've already sort of spoken about this earlier, but what did they say to you in terms of what's on the line here if you win? Have there been any official word on, okay, you, you beat Hamzat, we're going to make this fight 12 times over, but if you beat him, you get a <laughs> title shot. Have they said anything to you about that, or is that still unclear? Um, after I beat Hamza, I, 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 I believe I get a title shot, um, from what I've, I've heard. Um, so, um, after I got in BM, I, I, I should fight the winner of, um, Usman and Benz, uh, which is like a month, like a month apart, right? So mm. it's perfect timing for, for me to step in and, and, and fight for the world title. Mm. Um, I know, obviously, obviously, you're gonna, you know, campaign for yourself. You get in the next title shot, and I think it's it's pretty impossible to deny that. Um, but we know the sport is kind of a popularity game at this point, and there's also uh, the rumors of Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. In your words, why why would you say that you deserve the shot over those guys? Okay, <laughs> them guys just got um, Colby got knocked out first of all. Like under a year ago, Marcel got beat under a year ago. Mm. Um, I, I'm on the most fight win streak in the division compared to the um, apart from the champion. Um, so uh, uh, like I said, this is my this is my ninth win win in a row, and um, so that's it really. I think I, I've done more than anyone else, and um, it's now my time for the title shot. Mm. The only other sort of big name in the division who you might cross paths with when you become champion, when you get the title shot, or maybe even before it, is Nate Diaz. What was your reaction when you saw that he said he's going to be officially sticking around at 170 in your division rather than going back to lightweight? Um, uh, I, I, I ain't seen that to be fair, but is it is. That's, that's, I, I, don't, I don't think Nate is a championship fire. He's a good, good, good fire, but I don't think he's... I, don't, I can't see him holding a world, um, world title in the UFC. He's a very tough, um, durable opponent, but I just can't see him holding a, a world title in the UFC, mm. in the, especially in welterweight anyway. It's interesting because he wants to fight at welterweight, but he wants to fight Dustin Poirier. And he also says 165, to be fair, but he also, it, there is no 165 division, so it would be uh -huh. a welterweight. What do you think of him wanting to fight a welterweight, but then wanting to fight a lightweight? 
like Dustin Poirier, that weight class? Um, I don't know. See, it should own, and I don't really. I don't know. It's weird, right? So I think if you want to fight a uh, well, lightweight, you should go. Mm. You should go to lightweight, right? If you want to fight welterweight and fight one of one of the welterweights. It's like a. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't really pay much attention to it. Yeah, well, something that everyone should be paying attention to is uh, this coming Valentine's Day. Make sure your balls are silky smooth with Manscaped's Lawn Mower 3.0, the best grooming tool on the market, 7,000 RPM motor, uh, skin-safe technology, so it won't slice a nut off. You've got the LED light, so you can shave in the dark, and it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower. And because they're just such good guys, they're giving away 20% off with the code SUBMISSION. Shave your balls, shave wherever you want. And uh, get your balls licked this Valentine's Day. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, man. Be a lean, mean Valentine's Day machine. And Submission Ready is brought to you by Manscaped. Great people to jump on and grab some of their products. But the other thing, Casper, that people need to do is make some money off this fight this coming weekend. And there's nobody that you should be betting with but my bookie. My bookie is the only place you should go to for that feeling. Uh, it has better bonuses, better odds than any other sports book, period. And don't forget that if you use the promo code SUBMISSION, my bookie will match your deposit halfway up to $1,000. That's right, $1,000. Visit my bookie online today at mybookie.ag and make some money off this huge fight between Kamara Usman and Gilbert Burns this weekend. And of course, the other great fights from UFC 258. Mm. Now, Leon, I know you mentioned you weren't paying too much attention to Nate Diaz, but like Dennis said, uh, Usman and Burns, something that you will be paying a lot of attention to. Who do you see coming out on top? Who do you think you'll be facing uh, for that world title? Uh, and also, how do you see that fight going? It's it's an interesting fight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially got a train together. Um, if I put money on it, probably Usman, probably, if I, if I put money on it. But Burns is looking confident <laughs> from what mm. I've seen on, on social media. He's looking like he knows something that we don't know, you know what I mean, in training camp or I don't, I don't know what, what went down when, when he was training, but training is training and fight, fighting is fighting. It's two different things, you know what I mean? So, um, let's see. It'll be entertaining. Either, either, either wins, I'll, I'll, I'm next and I'm ready to go. Mm. Is it part of you hyping Usman wins so you can get that one back? Either or. Either or. Uh, I couldn't care less who wins as long as I'm next to the world title shot and that's that's what I'd be working towards and um, so uh, uh, well, I think I think we lost you there uh, for a second Leon but that's alright we're going to get out of your hair we got two really quick predictions and then uh, we'll let you go because I know you've done a million interviews today and I think you got one more as well yeah. uh, the first one is yeah, exactly, yeah. just a big fight that's a, a very big fight uh, in general but also for this region as well with Israel Adesanya moving up to take on Jan Blahovic just wanted to get your thoughts on that because you picked the Paulo Costa fight pretty much perfectly last time for us so who yeah. how are you seeing uh, this one play out when Israel uh, moves up um, your fellow Paradigm member yeah, I'll never pick Israel. He's a, he's a, um, he's a good lad, you know what I mean? So I'll probably go um, Israel. I think, yeah, I think he'll probably play out the same way Costa played out, probably. Um, yeah, I think I think Israel will be too slick for him. So I'll probably go Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, let's finish out with this then. March 13th, the big fire. We've all been waiting for it. How do you see yourself beating Hamzat Shemaev in this, in this big one? Uh, so I've seen me... I'm going out there for the finish. I feel like I need, need to get a finish to, to prove my case, to make a stronger case for the world title, right? So I'm going out there for a finish, and I'm going out there to test everything that he's about. So uh, I'm looking to finish. 
All right. When was the last time you actually went out with that mindset? Is that always at the tip, the tip of your mind, or is it something that that's um, sort of different going into this one for you? Um. Yeah. For me, I think for a while I was like fighting just to prove my, to prove myself, right? Like five because like, oh, you, you can't you can't go five rounds. So I took yeah. like five fight five to do five rounds. You can't wrestle. So I was, like fighting to fucking <laughs> wrestle. I was like trying to prove <laughs> each fight that like doing like. Trying to prove a case each fight round. This fight, I'm gonna go out there and just be myself and go out there and just dom- dominate, right? And it's been a while now, and I've got like that. That I wonder, like, I want to fight, I want to go out there and, and compete. So, um, I'm going out there to look into be aggressive and looking to finish and test everything he's about and get that victory. Dude, I can't wait for this fight. Leon Edwards versus Kamzat Shemaev on March 13th. Follow the man on social media at Leon underscore Edwards MMA. Dude, pleasure chatting to you. We'll let you go because you've got good a million night. other interviews. But um, stay safe and uh, thank you so much and good luck in the fight, Leon. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thanks. Great interview.